This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this... Let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Friday, brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Obviously, Oregon, Washington, the big game this weekend. You can find it right here on the fan tomorrow, kicking off at 4. Pre-game will begin uh, at noon. Joining us now from Seattle is known Husky honk, our friend Dave Softy Mahler, at SoftyKJR on Twitter. Uh, Softy, good morning to you, man. How are you? Oregon, Washington, hate week. How are you feeling? <laughs> here we go, baby. I'm, I'm full of hate. That's that. That's how I'm feeling. It's seven thirty in the morning. I'm barely awake. I haven't even finished my cup of coffee, and so yeah, I'm full of animosity and hatred. Well, you're also on a landline for team. you and your partner and your team <laughs> and your stupid ass fan base. Hey, good morning. That's what you guys wanted, right? Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. Now, like fifteen out of seventeen, sixteen out of eighteen. Like, are are you numb to it at this point? Yeah, it doesn't mean much anymore, to be honest with you. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a guy the other day who was asking me about my my favorite wins over Oregon, and honestly, most of the the ones that stand out come in like the last twenty five years because growing up as a kid. Beating Oregon wasn't really a big deal, yeah. you know? I mean, it just it, it happened all the time. I mean, go back and look at, like, from the early 70s to the early 90s, Washington owned this series. And then from the mid-90s to today, you guys, Oregon, have owned this series. So it's totally flipped on its ear. Uh, you know, uh, the, the last 45, 50 years have kind of been split between – UW and Oregon, so growing up for me, it was about, you know, beating USC and winning games like the Rose Bowl against Michigan and knocking off Oklahoma and the Orange Bowl, games like that, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, yeah, there's the 70-21, and yeah, there's the two games back-to-back where the Huskies put up 40, I think, in 2002 and 2003. Uh, one of them down there was that ridiculous Northwest Championship when Braxton Clemens, you know, had that T-shirt on, checking off the boxes, beating Wazoo, Oregon, Oregon State. <laughs> but it's amazing how if you're a Husky fan, guys, and you're in like your late 20s, early 30s, you don't know anything different than Oregon dominating UW, yeah. and that makes me nauseous. Well, let me ask you, though, the co- the coaching side of this, Softy, because last yeah. year obviously was what it was. What have you learned about Kalen DeBoer and, and just how you're generally feeling about where this direction of the program is going for you guys up there? Well, I think you've got to feel good about it, but you also got to wonder what the hell Jimmy Lake was doing on defense when it came to recruiting, because mm-hmm. look at the cupboard that Dan Lanning took over versus the cover that Kalen DeBoer took over. 
at least on that side of the ball. I mean, there's some problems with the secondary. I know that down there in Eugene. We can talk about that in a second. But, you know, Washington's used to having some defensive backs that can play in the NFL. And right now, at least for today, they don't have any, you know. I mean, all the guys that left, Tyler Gordon, Trent McDuffie, you know, Ben Burke-Curvin at linebacker back in the day, they, they have not really been able to replace any of those guys when it comes to recruiting. So I, I, I don't know what the hell Jimmy was doing. Uh, obviously, he was way in over his head. Uh, his last game, as a matter of fact, was against the Ducks a year ago, and then they got fired a week later. So mm-hmm. I think Kevin DeBoer has righted the ship. I mean, they've gone from 4-8 and eight to 7-2, and two, probably should have beaten Arizona State. They were just beaten by a better UCLA team that day at the Rose Bowl, but his demeanor has been pretty consistent, man, the entire season. His approach has been the exact same, and in a lot of ways, he kind of reminds me of Chris Peterson that way. I mean, obviously, Kalen DeBoer has a long damn way to go to catch up to Chris Peterson. We all understand that, but his, his model, his philosophies, and his culture Anywhere this guy goes, he's winning, whether as a coordinator or a head coach. You know, Indiana, uh, Fresno State, UW, they've been able to do some good things everywhere he's been. So we're hoping for more of the same. But it just really feels like, to kind of answer your question, that they've, they've really toned down a lot of the rhetoric. You know, you're not going to hear Jimmy, excuse me, Kalen DeBoer talking about, you know, that stupid-ass academically prowess thing that we heard a year ago <laughs> out of Jimmy, which I'll be honest with you, I'm totally cool with coaches talking smack yeah. but it, it, it didn't even make any sense right like grammatically it made no freaking sense when it came out of his mouth I'm like what are you talking about did that guy just take a shot at Oregon's academics Scott Woodward the old AD was on our pregame show from Watson Stadium like 15 years ago and absolutely took a shot at Oregon's academics everybody understood it to a point where Woodward actually had to come out and apologize for it a couple of days later I still have no idea what the hell Jimmy Lake was even talking about so I don't know that 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 stuff has calmed down a bit for sure well and, and the funny thing too is he tried to you know do the academic argument we're smarter up here and then he punts the ball down by eight over you know they hike it over the punter's <laughs> head and it's like all right well, yeah, but it, it ended up being a good thing for Washington because they needed to get rid of him they needed him to be fired and and well, obviously look, they're going the right thing direction. about Jimmy Lake it, it, and uh, Petros Papadakis who you guys know is with me every week on the radio show and he he put it perfectly he said look it was the right call to hire Jimmy Lake and it was the right call to fire Jimmy Lake. Jimmy Lake was being, you know, courted by a lot of teams around the country as defensive coordinator, um, and he, he absolutely could have taken off and gone to a place like the SEC. So it was the right call to give the guy the job. It was the right call yeah. to fire him. I think you're seeing why now. Well, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, I know when Oregon hired Dan Lanning, there's that fear of like, hey, everybody loved Jimmy Lake. I remember interviewing him at Pac-12 Media Day, and I'm like, I get it. This guy's got it. He's charismatic. I see why the players love him, and it just never translated, which is weird. But let me ask you this, because clearly they've upgraded as a coach and their offense is back to you know being a, a, a modern-day offense instead of being stuck in like 1975, where yeah. the, the, the missing link for them going forward is going to be what you pointed out, and that was how the recruiting fell off under Jimmy Lake. Like You look at the 2023 class right now. I know Washington's third, but the number of four- and five-star prospects that are going to places like USC and Oregon, there's a huge gap between the top two and where Washington is at. I know Tracy Ford's bringing a ton of kids from the Seattle area down to this game in Eugene this weekend. Like, Are, are you seeing, I don't know how close you follow the recruiting stuff, but are you seeing yep. inroads made there? Because you can be as good X's and O's wise as you want, but as you know defensively right now, you got to have the Jimmys and Joes if you want to hang. 
Yeah, I'm not seeing it yet, obviously. I mean, with guys like Connerly and Caleb Presley, players like that from up here in Seattle, those are guys that Kalen DeBoer's got to hang on to, clearly. He just, he just hasn't been up here long enough to get those guys convinced to stay home. I mean, whoever the head coach at Oregon is, you guys know this, is going to have a gigantic machine behind them, you know, when it comes to the amenities and when it comes to the marketing. And I think that that resonates with kids. The NIL resonates with kids. The deal that Connerly got from you guys down there is different than the deal he was going to get up here in Seattle. So, you know, it's it's time to start kind of, you know, rocking the boat a little bit, I think, in that regard. If you're Kalen DeBoer and the coaching staff, there's no question about that. Um, but this game will go a long way in, I think, changing perceptions. If Washington can go down there and win this game as a 13-and-a-half point underdog, I think you're going to start to turn a lot of eyebrows. Do I think Washington's going to win the game? No, I don't. Would I be shocked if they did? No, I would not. I look at two teams in Oregon and UW, and frankly, look, I mean, Oregon deserves the ranking. There's no doubt about it. Every team behind them, I think, you know, you can make a case that Oregon's better than they are, but you mentioned the gap in recruiting. I think there's a giant gap from the top two or three teams in the country to everybody else in the nation. I see an Oregon football team that I think if they played Georgia again, would get their ass kicked again the second time. How do you compete with teams like that when you can't play pass defense? How do you compete with teams like that when you can't get off the field on third down? Oregon's 126th in the country on third down, so they may be good enough to make waves in the Pac-12 and maybe even beat a team like a USC in the championship game. Uh, but if Oregon does make the Final Four, my one wish is they play Georgia again and get destroyed all over again. Uh, Softy, yeah, I'll ask you, you just said it there. If they win, you wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. I, I won't be surprised if UW keeps this one close, but I'll ask you, if UW's winning, what does right. that look like? Because defensively, they're not strong, as you note. Offensively, we know right. what they can do. How does UW yeah. win that game? It just means Oregon can't stop Michael Penix and Roma Dunze and McMillan and Taj Davis and Giles Jackson. I'm watching a guy in Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator guys for Washington. He's calling plays, and he's got multiple receivers running wide open on every single play. Actually, the toughest test they had this year was last week against the Beavers, and they got real physical, and they yeah. kind of pushed them around a little bit. And I thought it took UW some time to kind of get going in that regard, and finally, uh, after the uh, delay when the lights went out, they were kind of able to pull ahead and put together a 95-yard drive to put themselves in position to get that game-winning field goal from Peyton Henry, who you guys know missed that 37-yarder down there in 2018. So that's the way it has to look. Because UW's defense is not good enough right now, I think, to hold Oregon to under 40 points. They've scored 40 points, as you guys know, in every single game since the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix is a runner, scares the hell out of me. That second option with him and his legs is a major problem. Uh, that running game, the offensive line, is obviously a you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. So I just think that this is going to have to be one of those games where Michael Penix and those uh, wide receivers are going to have to just continue to to do what they've done against everybody, and that's just put up 35, 40-plus points in this game and hope that this is a shootout. Otherwise, they got no chance. You want a business idea? You should start an OnlyFans account and charge Duck fans to watch you live-streaming this game. <laughs> yeah, so am I doing it naked? I mean, you can, do topless. Fans? you can do topless. I, I would you know. just put your feet in front of the camera. Yeah, there you go. You. Yeah. you know, the fact that you even, uh, first of all, do you have an OnlyFans account? He does. Yeah, yeah come on. He does, yeah. I'm a, oh, I'm yeah, a hot piece of ass down here, Softy. Yeah. What are you talking about? Send me the, uh, send me the username and password, and I'll <laughs> log on. 
I uh, I did that actually. When, I know. Peyton Henry missed that field goal. I was yeah. sick as a dog, and I was at home, and I missed the game, and I'm live streaming Peyton Henry's field goal attempt. I still can't believe they freaking missed that thing. <laughs> you can put some of that on Peterson, I guess, if you want, for pulling up too early on the offense. But my God, uh, what a memory! Softy, I believe that game is what led you to block my co-host that day because I think he yeah. barked at you. Hey, on I'm unblocked. I'm back, There's baby. A thousand other things that you deserve to be blocked. <laughs> you know, I should unblock you and then just mute your ass. You already unblocked Beauty me. Is the greatest thing in the world. Muting is the greatest thing in the world. If you want to look up his OnlyFans, it's Dirty Duck 420. <laughs> Dirty Duck 420. Yeah, Dirty Duck 420. Okay. All right, well, and I'm going to be on with... That's where Penix Power. <laughs> Penix Power. Well, I'm going to be on with uh, Furness later, so a Coog and a Duck are going to get together and hate on the Huskies. Hey, enjoy the game. We always have uh, enjoy having you on to get some folks riled up. At uh, SoftyKJR on Twitter. Go give him a follow on Twitter. Be nice to him or he might block you. And uh, we'll, we'll do this again so- uh, soon. Thanks, Softy. All right, good dog. See you, boys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.